1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome
3: back. It's hour two of In This League. It is the Welsh. That is me, Chris Welsh. Find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. Joined as always by Scott Bogman, the arch nemesis of Swamp Thing. Well, you can find him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. How's that fight going, by the way? You having any, having any luck with that uh, Swamp Thing? That sob won't show his face around me. No. Well, yeah, there's a highlander. It would, can only be only one one uh, one Bogman or Swamp <laughs> Thing.
4: I would vanquish him if he was anywhere near me, the Swamp Thing, because we all know
3: it's the Bogman. It's the Bog Nation. Oh, well.
5: Yeah,
3: eh, eh. New Welsh Order, New Welsh Order, Bognation of Domination. is <laughs> one clear uh, group that uh, that cuts through the mold, and it's New 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 Welsh Order. No. Okay. <laughs> why is um Why is Hard Knocks not as entertaining as it should be?
4: I don't know. Probably because like last year they had William Hayes, who was like you know busy over here, not believing in dinosaurs at all, even a little bit. And uh, they don't have any personalities like that. They need a Kyrie year, Irving?
3: Right? Need a good flat earther to get on there? Well, no, <laughs> they
4: maybe- need a flat earther. I mean, Miko Grimes was like, Miko Grimes cussed more in 30 seconds that she was on the television than I think all of the giant NFL players have cussed in the show
3: so far. I was actually really surprised. I forgot she was there, because I was going to say... Like you say, there's no personalities. I'd say Jameis Winston likes to have fun, whether it's in grocery stores or on top of tables. He likes to go and have some some fun. But Miko Grimes, I mean, she's one of the worst people on the planet. That's like that's that's a fact. That's true. And you know, oh, you know what? How much do you think that played a role? I'm being serious here. How much do you think Brent Grimes playing for the Bucks played a role in the decision? Because Miko Grimes is so polarizing. That pisses Um, me off. Um, it. it definitely
4: could have played a part. I mean, I like the fact that they're doing Tampa Bay this year, but, uh, you know, I'm all jazzed up about no Jay Howard, like we mentioned in the last segment, and uh, I've we've barely heard from him at all, or Brait. You know, you and I have the great uh, the great Howard-Brait discussion uh, yep. in, in our podcast all the time, and they barely talk to either one of those guys. They talk to this dude that they keep calling Joe Dirt, uh, Riley Bullock, <laughs> and then... Um, you know, Jameis Winston was talking about his really crappy house in Alabama where he grew up. That was like the very first thing you saw. So, and a cool uh, but uh, he was he, he was a star for an episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he can star for the Bears now. So uh, I don't know. It just it it doesn't. I really think William Hayes kind of made that show last year. Hopefully they have somebody. I do like that they talk about Game of Thrones at the end. Like they show all the players talking about the Game of Thrones and there's always one guy that's like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. You know, it is an HBO show. So I guess w- I shouldn't be that surprised, but it's
3: funny. Yeah. William Hayes, he would have cited this as proof. It's like, hey, look, they just they they generated dragons. It's the same thing why dinosaurs are real. It's just a show. <laughs> it's, just, it's Khaleesi <laughs> and the dinosaurs. All right, uh, enough of that, though. We got more football, real football talk coming up, fantasy football talk coming up, with one of our favorite people in the industry, Brandon Marion Lee, Fantasy Alarm, her fantasy football. She's all over the place. She's one of the best in the damn industry joining us here in a couple minutes. So don't go anywhere. It's Fogman Wells for In This League. Brandon coming up soon.
0: In 2016, Scott Engel predicted an impressive second season from Melvin Gordon. Jake Seeley recommended Jordan Howard. Bobby McMahon forecasted a JGI breakthrough. George Kurtz saw a big year coming from Matt Ryan. And Joe Galena picked Rashard Matthews as one of his top sleepers. These predictions turn fantasy owners into champions, and the same crew returns this year. With more savvy calls in the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package at RotoExperts.com. Don't miss the calls that create winners. Register now and enter free radio at checkout for a special discount.
1: It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever. So whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it
3: in your skull? <laughs> that's right. Sorry. That's, a, that's a, it's like one of the newer rejoins that I made. And every time I can't, I haven't come to grips with it because it's just absurd. And, uh, pretty much like everything we do. Everything we do is on an absurd level. But the person joining us now, that is not the case. One of the, be- one of the best in the industry, one of the best professionals in the industry, funny, entertaining. And uh, we've had um, the, the great opportunity to have spent multiple times with her on our fantasy football podcast that we've done. And now we're joining her here. It is Brandon Marianne Lee, who you can find on Twitter at BrandonHerFFB. You can hear her over on her fantasy football, fantasy alarm. She's pretty much everywhere. She's always everywhere, deservedly so. And just recently over here on FNTSY, I think, doing On Target. So, Brandon, what's going on?
2: Hey, oh, you know, getting ready for the season, fighting with people about Jordan Howard, the usual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I do. I get in like one Twitter fight a day. I report back to my husband about who it was about. And he'll laugh and he'll be like, oh, Brandon, not again. I'm like, I couldn't <laughs> help myself.
3: <laughs> I I like that, Audrey. I think that's actually, that's pretty dang funny. What do you got going on? Every time we talk to you, you're, you're a very busy person. You're always doing a lot, and, uh, and, and I, always like, I always enjoy following any of the stuff that you have going on. Our buddy Howard Bender, you're over there uh, with Fantasy Alarm now. you got your show over Fantasy Football. I believe you guys do the stuff on series. What is going on in your world? What do listeners need to know if they need more of a fix of Brandon Marion Lee?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, this year is going to be a big focus on video. So, um, over, gee, I guess the next month, I'm basically going to be having a video come out every day. I had one come out today, um, about knowing your league settings, which is such an obvious rule, but so few <laughs> people use it. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. I need to say that, but then, it never fails. Some dude shows up at your draft, has no idea what's going on. It's a super Is flex. This PPR? around like 12. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I don't have a quarterback yet because it's fine. And you're like, you have only Blake Bortles and Jared Goff left, and I'm going to take one of them now. So now you only have one, dude. You're out. I mean, you know, so you know what happens. Um, I do talk about how PPR isn't really that big of a deal, frankly, unless you're drafting running backs. Um, actually only one top 10, uh, tight end in standard wasn't also in the top 10 for PPR. And then for wide receivers, the percentage was the same. Only two wide receivers in the top 20 for standard were not in the top 20 for PPR. That was Richard Matthews, but he was number 21. So he just barely missed the cut. And then it was Tyreek Hill who fell from 15 to 25. Um, but depending on your settings, he still was a top 20. If he got those, uh, kick returns. So actually, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so you're going to be taking all of your
4: Twitter wars to, to video this year is what you're (laughs) saying.
2: Yeah. All my Twitter wars are now on video and you can, you can witness it live. Also, I do live chats or live, Screens, I guess, uh, for Periscope, uh, Facebook and YouTube all at the same time. It's this cool technology, uh, from seven to 8 PM on Tuesdays and Thursdays, at least up until the season, there might be some changes then. Um, and then yeah, Sirius XM from nine to 11 PM Eastern. Uh, her fantasy football is on every week. So come join us.
3: You got all this. Do you going sleep? On. Yeah, is there a point for sleep at all? <laughs> no.
2: Because actually after this, I do the Her Fantasy Football Podcast, which always gets posted on Thursdays. So I'm literally gonna go for like two in the morning. <laughs> okay, well yeah,
4: well, good we, luck
3: with that. That's
2: yeah. gonna be we like a season know. long.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it is. It's I mean that's it's it's what happens with us too. It's you sit and you watch the games all day and then you do the podcast immediately after the games are over with fresh opinions. It's it's the way to go. Uh, we wanna know and we asked this to Matt in the first hour, Matt Harmon. Uh, what opinion of yours has changed the most from the start of camp up until this point? Like, is there any player or thing that you've kind of changed your mind on or come around to uh, from the beginning of camp to now?
2: I mean, I guess uh, it's really hard to ignore the Ezekiel Elliott suspension, um, regardless of your feelings about whether or not it'll be reduced or whether or not it's valid or whatever else. Um, from a fantasy perspective, uh, it's a very bizarre world that we're now living in with this guy because his ADP really hasn't dropped that much. You still have to at least get him in the second round. He's only fallen in the third once that I've seen, and it was a super flex leak. So everyone was taking quarterbacks like in the first and second round. Otherwise he would have gone there. So, um, I think that for for me, I think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to build around Dak Prescott, and I actually raised him in my rankings. I have him higher than most people. I have him at seven.
3: Yeah, well, we're definitely going to be covering that. Yeah, we're going to be covering that, too, here. We got a little uh, Prescott Actually, you know, that leads perfect. You kind of segued right into kind of where we wanted to go in this Ezekiel Elliott conversation, and I think most people, rightfully so, have been focusing on Ezekiel Elliott himself, Let's not do that for a minute. I know uh, you focus a lot on the tight end and quarterback rankings over at Her Fantasy Football, but this has got to be deep in everybody's world. What are you doing with Darren McFadden? Can you draft him as a standalone player at this point? Where do you see him going? I mean, he's an obvious cuff to Zeke if you're going to take Ezekiel Elliott. You want to try to get Darren McFadden, but I've done it in a couple mock drafts where I snipe the person that has him because— I'm going to get six games out of him, most likely. So how are you valuing and how are you approaching Darren McFadden mm-hmm. this coming season?
2: Yeah, this is a lot like the D'Angelo Williams in prior years, right? Where um, right you didn't necessarily get D'Angelo Williams if you had Le'Veon Bell. I mean, you hope so. Um, I'm not reaching for Darren McFadden in either circumstance, frankly. I'm not against him, but I'm not, you know... Um, ecstatic either I feel like you can fill in with a couple backs late for me if you're doing Ezekiel Elliott I think it's you have to take on the strategy of I'm going to go Elliott early but then I'm going to have to focus on like killer wide receivers and then I'm going to have to get value uh, especially early season value with the late guys like Jaquiz Rogers, Terrence West, even like a Frank Gore has a really high floor and just get through those six games. Um, I don't think you need to tar- target Darren McFadden. I think it's going to be going too high for a lot of people. And I don't think you can take Darren McFadden that high if you took Ezekiel Elliott, because I think you have to make up for that in other positions. So it's about strategy for me. Um, and, and here's my thing. I, depending on how high McFadden goes, I'm not quite sure it's worth sniping either. I mean, I think that anyone's going to run and they're going to run a lot, but again, I I still think that they're going to try to be a little more creative. You you have to remember last season, you know, the playbook is set in the NFL by the third preseason game. Right. But, you know, the the people seem to think that there's all this like creative stuff going on and that's not the case. It's set, And they had set up a playbook for Tony Romo and Tony Romo was no more. So, uh, that's why, in <laughs> the fact, that they started off slow. And, and things, you know, started to progress as he was learning more. But now they've had a whole year with him, and they've built a playbook and an offense around him. Uh, I think that actually Prescott's going to impress some people. So I, I think that this is going to be a little more balanced than you think. And I think once they get near that end zone, I, Dak Prescott had six rushing touchdowns last year. I think he's going to be rushing in more too into the, that end zone. So I don't know. I mean, that's a that might be a you know not popular opinion, but I think that he gets the big
3: boost for Yeah, and that's interesting because, you know, I look at McFadden here and there's a couple things where McFadden's coming in. Fantasy Pro still has him at 46 as far as running backs go in PPR. He's, be- he's a- below guys like Jamal Charles, Jonathan Stewart. He's ahead of some guys like Darren Sproles, Jacquez Rogers. I feel like McFadden, kind of like you said, he's going higher than that. He's going in the sixth round. Let me pose this to you then real quick on the Ezekiel Elliott front, front. Let me switch this and say if you're in a 16-man draft, do you even see it viable taking Ezekiel Elliott in a 16-man where that turn does not come around as quick as you want it to and you cannot pair your roster like you would in a 12 or 10? Do you see him even more undraftable in a 16-man?
2: Unless there's a third round reversal and that you're at the end of the 16-man.
3: Okay, on the week. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, if you did that and then you were able to get that um, 33rd pick as well, Instead of having to wait for it to come all the way back to you, I could see that. I think the people that are drafting Ezekiel Elliott are making a wager on him. Either a getting it massively reduced. I don't even think they think it's just going to be two game reduction, but like that maybe two games total. Or b you are banking on him um, contesting this in court and them delaying this an entire year, like they did with Tom Brady. I think the worst case scenario is that they delay it until mid season and then you're screwed in your playoffs. I mean, I think yeah, there are a lot of ways this goes down, and that's scary. So, but to me, you're wagering on him being there for the long haul. Here's the other thing, too. They have a killer schedule, that back half. There's no guarantee yeah. that he's going to be putting up over 100 yards the entire season when he gets back, either. So um, I think this is a, a multiple-part question. I think that if you are in multiple leagues and you're a competitive player, I think you do need to have some exposure to Ezekiel Elliott. Um, just because we don't know what's going down, but right now there's just a lot of question marks. And I don't think the ADP for McFadden, like you just said, has caught up yet. I don't think there's any way you get him after Jamal Charles in any normal league on the planet right now. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, but you know, that back half, he's got the Giants, he's got Seattle, he's got the Chargers, which I mean, he's that's more passing, their run defense sucks, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a little nervous about Dallas, frankly. It's, so it's we'll, not we'll, yeah,
3: it's not, it's not easy and he's tough. And uh, we're gonna cover more of this. Not Ezekiel Elliott. I'm done with Ezekiel Elliott's conversation. If anything, <laughs> I couldn't be more excited for uh, the season to start. But we have got more questions. We're gonna actually have Brandon see if she can uh answer a debate that Bogman and I have going on. And we have got some other questions. Fantasy football related, so don't go anywhere. It is Bogman, the Wells, Brandon Marion Lee. More coming up on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere.
2: It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to.
5: Who? Uh, nobody? But
0: nobody. ITL.
5: But with
3: somebody, Brandon Marion. You can find on Twitter at BrandonHurtFFV. <laughs> You'll listen on uh, Fantasy Alarm, HurtFantasyFootball.com to check out all that badass stuff. Bogman, does it upset you that I do this rejoin because it has Keanu Reeves in it at all? Uh, yeah, I don't like it. You know, okay. yeah, Unless it's the replacements, then it would be okay. But since it's not, I don't like it. Just making sure. Not a big fan of uh, Keanu Reeves. But, uh, Brandon, maybe you can uh, uh, solve a debate here for us. We have, This has spilled, spilled over to the radio show from the uh, ITL Fantasy Football Podcast that we do. We have a tight end debate here of Buccaneer tight ends. We're also talking about uh, Hard Knocks. I'm a Cameron Brait guy. Bob Biden is a very big O. J. Howard guy. this season, which one would you want if you had to have one of them? They may not be ideal top twelve tight ends for you. I know you cover tight ends over at Her Fantasy Football. What side are you going on, Brait or O. J. Howard?
2: I'm going Cameron Brait for this year. Uh O. J. Howard in dynasty purposes. I, I think that O. J. is an incredible blocker and they're gonna to need to use him in that capacity. Um I think that Cameron Braid did a really great job. I was surprised, actually, they took out O.J. Howard. I think that they took O.J. Howard because they couldn't believe he fell that far. And it made no sense and at the end of the day they had to take the best player available but they didn't really have a need there and they knew that as well so um but what they're going to do is they're going to do a lot of two tight end sets i think that howard will progress and become great towards the end um, i'm not against oj howard i don't want either of them as my starting tight end uh but i i think that that cameron great really kind of earned the respect and the trust of james Winston. i have a real problem though with hard knocks period because I hate that players get a hard knocks bump. I hate it. Um, <laughs> the worst. I think it's <laughs> ridiculous. I don't. I don't uh, even. I just wh- where do you think Roberto Aguayo's
4: hard knocks bump is going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Are people going to sympathy draft Aguayo? <laughs>
2: You know what? Aguayo did not draft himself in the second round. I blame the Bucs for that a hundred percent.
4: He also didn't make half of his uh, extra points. So it's so sad. I mean, I, I, I get, I, I, I feel bad for him too. But you know, I mean, Dirk Cutter's right. You got, if, if it's inside 50 and you you're an NFL kicker. You got to make it.
3: I mean, that's just the bottom line. You know, whether whether your head is right or not. But see, this is why this is why hard knocks is bad. For us as a culture, it's making us talk about kickers, and that's not okay. Am I right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Although, and I always say this, points are points.
3: It's true. A couple times you you
2: have to check in if you play with them. You don't have to play with kickers, but if you do, you don't want to lose by one point in your championship because you didn't check your kicker. Ogman's got a
3: good question coming up here, but I want to do this real quick. I want to play like a little like ITL like uh, therapy because I feel like I, we need, we need to we need to <laughs> let some stuff out here. We had, we had to, by the way. We should have like a show in between the breaks because we were having great talks I'm on doing our commercial own break here. And uh, and Brandon <laughs> has just great takes on Jordan Howard because as you started the show up, you're getting hit on the Jordan Howard front. I want you, as, as you were kind of laying in on the Jordan Howard stuff on the break, lay it in here. Let's, let's get it out of your system. Let's let's vent.
2: <laughs> well, I just think that this idea <laughs> that Jordan Howard is going to suck because Todd Gurley sucked is absurd. I just I don't understand what we're talking about here. These are two separate players on two separate teams in two separate situations. I understand there's some similarities, but you could say that about everyone. I don't understand. It's Todd Gurley was going as the number one through number three pick of the whole draft. This year, you can get Jordan Howard in the second or sometimes the third because he's been talked down so much that people are terrified to take Jordan Howard. And I don't understand. Like, the guy is still the undisputed lead back. I know, I know. They drafted a pass-catching guy, and they're going to maybe bring him in down on th- in third downs. That happens to a lot of the top running backs. There are very few bell cows anymore. Where do you have, have Howard overall? Uh I think I have 'em nine ish. Oh overall. Yeah. Overall. No.
4: Overall. No,
2: no. I don't like overall rankings. I do I do it by tier. I I, hate I, hate I don't even have overall an overall rankings.
4: Yeah. I don't think I, it makes uh,
2: any sense. But I do tiered draft sheets, which, by the way, go to HerFantasyFootball.com and get our tiered draft sheet. I'm telling you, we call it the easy draft sheet because it is the easiest cheat sheet you will ever use in your entire life. It's all set up by tiers. There are no numbers next to them for rankings. There's only numbers that are by weeks We just don't care about overall rankings. Get yeah, I've
3: seen I've seen some good plugs effective. online. I've seen a lot of people tweet about the uh, the easy draft sheet that you do, so I can attest that I uh, uh, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go download it right now while we're talking. But I have seen a lot of people uh, talking about that, so big plug. Definitely go do that.
4: I want to ask oh, about the you. Giants,
3: the Giants' offense, Brandon. Uh, why is the Giants'
4: offense not going to get better when they're adding Brandon Marshall and Evan Ingram? I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to be a top five offense or anything. But I think Eli can take a little bit of a bump. And, you know, Brandon Marshall has not Bryce Petty throwing to him. So I feel like that's a little bit better for him, too. But I heard you talking on Target about how you didn't really think that they're going to get that much better. Why would that be?
2: No, I don't. I, I think first of all, uh, they're going to play a little more conservatively. I really believe in the Giants' defense, frankly, um, and I don't think they're going to need to be, you know, swinging the ball around all the play- all over the place to to rack up some points to try to catch up a lot. I think they're going to do pretty well. Uh, I also uh, think that Eli Manning is is a liability at this point. <laughs> I know that everyone wants to talk bad about their offensive line, but really, their offensive line isn't that bad. Eric Flowers is bad. Sure, he's but the he's worst. the only one. Everyone else is actually quite good, and he's the bad, most important one. Though, Eli Manning, he's the left tackle. Well, sorry, kind I of, but this off. is why I don't. I don't like Evan Ingram. I mean, okay. yes and no. I, I, you know, I he. Okay, he is not good, but the system as a whole is okay. And actually, Eli Manning was sacked the absolute fewest times out of every quarterback that they played in sixteen games. Also, he was only hurried the 18th most by percentage on all of his dropbacks. His problem is he can't pivot to get away from a defender to save his life. He has, he had negative one rushing yards last year, and I don't care about his rushing yards, but the problem is is that the only other people that have had negative rushing yards in the last 10 years are Peyton Manning. Then he retired and Matt Schaub and then he retired. And it's not because (laughs) he's not running the ball. It's because he can't move. And if you watch, he doesn't even take one step. He's getting the ball out quickly. He's not getting hurried. He's not getting sacked percentage-wise like everyone else in the league, but he can't even take one step to the side to avoid contact or anything else. So he gets flustered, and he makes bad passes, and that's not going to change. So what is going to happen is that, listen, everyone was worried about Paul Perkins. Why isn't he playing more? Why isn't he playing more? Well, I'll tell you why because he was not good at pass protection. And so they kept going to Rashad Jennings, who's fantastic at pass protection. Well, that could be a problem this year with Paul, although he did get better over the season. Now we got this Orleans Darkwood talk. But let me tell you, this is also what's going to keep Evan Engram off the field. He is not known for pass, blo- pass blocking, run no. blocking, any blocking. And so they're going to have to have who's really good in there Rhett Ellison, one of the best blockers, actually, in the National Football League last year. So I think that this is going to affect the offense as a whole, this whole offensive line slash Eli Manning can't move issue. Uh, and so to me, this is more of a football issue than a fantasy issue, but it's going to affect your fantasy team.
3: I want to ask you about this. You were talking about your Periscopes and the Facebook Lives and all that that you do, and I was just watching one of your most recent I think it was your most recent one for Fantasy Alarm and as I was going through it, you said something that caught my eye. We've got, we got a couple minutes left here, and, and it related with me because we joke about this stuff when we do our live mock drafts. You, got to, you were looking at the third and fourth round, and you were just like, this is the black hole, and you're like, I don't like any of these players, and I feel like I get like that all the time. So I want to ask you, what are you doing to escape the black hole that you are calling the third and fourth round? <laughs>
2: Oh, it's bad, you guys. It's like all, all high risk guys like Christian McCaffrey, which, you know, we're hopeful, but, but man, is that offense going to redo itself where they're going to finally use a pass catching back? I don't know. Joe Mixon, is he even the starter? Can he pass protect? That's the other issue is where he running backs as a whole. There's a, there's just a Ty Montgomery. He also can't pass protect, by the way, and it's killing him. And now he's not even going to play in the second preseason game. Jamal Williams could take over. A lot of issues there. I've actually been going Travis Kelsey. And I feel fine. Uh, he's a PPR monster, and he has yet to have under 820 yards in a season that he's been on the national in the National Football League and on the field. So I have no problem with him. I, I'm going a little more unconventional and taking some solid picks, and then I'm going for the upside guys after the fact. But I do, I, I do not care for that. I've even taken Drew Brees in the fourth round, actually, especially in leagues where I get a 300-yard bonus. Uh, to me, he's just a no-brainer. And I know I'm usually a late-round quarterback person, but not this year if this is my choice between – you know, maybe Joe Mixon and definitely Drew Brees. To me, that's just an easy one.
3: And I did the exact same thing in our 16-man, our entry league, Bogman. We got to the third round. I hated everybody. Everybody was awful. All the good players went, and I sat there, and I was like, do I want to reach for a running back, or am I going to just take Aaron Rodgers in a 16-man? And I said, screw it. I'd like to take Kirk Cousins later, but I'm going to just take Aaron Rodgers. I ended up doing the same thing with tight end later. I, I had no running backs after four rounds, which is completely negative to the strategy that I like to do. But that's what fantasy football is all about. It's about adjustments. It's about um, being able to adjust on the fly. That's something you can go find. You know, We're big tier guys, so if you go get that tier sheet, you can get over at Her Fantasy Football. Those things help you. Those are so big instead of getting so caught up in you know the the, the numerical system that it all is. But... Uh, we are very, very excited to have had on Brandon Marianne Lee. You can find her on, on Twitter, at Brandon her FFB And uh, um, Fantasy Alarm, we've got SiriusXM. Are there like 30 other million things? I feel like you're going to be doing 30 <laughs> other million things. You're going to have to keep us up I know, I know we've got you on the ITL Fantasy Football coming up in season, so we'll get to talk a little bit more about it. Brandon, thank you so much for your time, and I'm looking forward to talking to you on the football podcast soon.
2: Thanks, guys. Love it.
3: All right, uh, more coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's in this league. Bogman and the Welsh. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.
1: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's a Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, man, I'll tell you
5: what, that dang on old... In this league. Talk about www.w.com. You made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on. yeah. Who's that guy that was Joe Dirt? Who's the guy that was
3: Joe Dirt on uh, Hard Knocks? Riley Bullock. Riley Bullock. I don't even know who that is.
4: Yeah, he's a uh, middle linebacker, late linebacker. I think he was on drafts creation, but he, he was killing it. He's killing it on, on Hard Knocks. Is his uh, facial
3: he's hair all uh, white trashy and all that like that?
4: It's so funny because they had his mom on there. And mm. <laughs> she's like, don't, don't let them say that. You, you look like Joe Dirt. You look more like Fabio
3: than Joe Dirt,
4: okay? He's like, I- I'm sure I'll go tell my teammates, Mom. I appreciate
3: the
0: compliment. Thanks. Oh,
3: man. So, I'm so just that long what, hair. What episode is that in? One or two? That's episode two. That's oh, my episode God. Two. Episode three is going to be so great because all the players are going to see it, and they're just going <laughs> yep. to give him crap to King. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up with Florio? Let's talk to him. We, we don't have uh, Pavona this week, but we got the great like Florio. Florio in the house. What's up,
5: Florio? What's up, guys? What's up, baby? Hey, What's hey, going hey. on with you?
3: What's up with your world? You're doing, when we first knew you, you had the one show, and I feel like you're doing a thousand shows right now. What do you got going on in the FNTSY world?
5: I suppose that's good. Uh, right now, I'm uh, co-hosting Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever with Frank Stanfield, Greg Sussman, and WWE's Eric Young. Uh, and then I'm mm-hmm. hosting uh, Weekend Fantasy Update with Frank and Fantasy Jesus' Joe Galena on the weekends.
3: All right. You need, can you book us Eric Young? I've talked to Eric a little bit on Twitter before, but get, get us some Eric Young. Oh, week. I can get you, can you some that Eric us? Young. Okay. Get yeah. us, I want to talk some wrestling. All right. You heard it. It's a fact now. Uh, Florio is going to get us WWE star Eric Young. And if he doesn't, then everyone has to tweet at him. How? Um, okay. Give us a scale of. We do a bog scale here, Florio. Don't do you do this scale? Yes. One bog the scale is, is over with. No, the scale still exists. Five one bogs. to ten. How good is this show? No, five. No, I'm not going to ask. One how to good ten. Is this show. How good is the show? Twelve. Five bogs is horrible. One to ten.
4: One bog Twelve. is great. Twelve. No, you no that? that's horrible. It's great. You heard it here first. Can you stop interrupting says, me so I can ask 10. the damn
3: question here? No, I'm, I'm asking. Won't. I don't want you to ask your stupid. Shut question. up. I'm asking <laughs> how on a scale of one to five bogs, one bog being the best, five being the worst, where do we? Where does ITL sit in the FNTSY world? You produce. You host. How much better are we than everybody else? We just need to know
5: that. So the the, on air, the less air, amount of bogs, air, the better. Absolutely. See, see it doesn't so make you any get it. So I'll sense. He gets I'll it. No, he gets I'll it. I'll give totally you one bog.
3: It. Oh, so we're we're like at the t- we're at the top echelon of FNTSY shows.
5: This is my first time producing you guys, but I have enjoyed it. Okay. All right. That's that's key. All right. <laughs> see?
3: Well. We love Florio, so go check out all he has going on. Uh, the best, be, uh, the what I was about to say, fantasy best friends forever. Oh, I'm having a lot of pronunciation issues. Reception, perception, f- fantasy best friends forever. I How much finished. How that
4: whiskey it. are you climbing into? Gone. It's, gone. it's Totally gone. It's gone.
3: Totally gone. <laughs> the the glass, we're on to wine right now. We're, wine, <laughs> oh, so. we're we've, we we've on to so. wine. Oh,
5: we're on to wine. We have moved it on. Fantasy fantasy football show. we're no, totally yeah. doing. Okay, okay, wine just... and discussing things in Roberto labio
3: I, it would have been funny if would have been like, eh, he guys are like a four. <laughs> like, oh crap, great. Five bucks. We're down with the black book Hands now. Down. Yeah, we don't want to be down with the black book. Five Joe Pizza Pizza. He's probably listening. Oh, that's no way. Joe no Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza, he's too busy. He's uh, he doesn't he's too busy not returning my texts and not coming uh, on. The show. Uh, That's too important. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's cover some stuff. He answers your text. He's no, no, fine. he's, he's, he's a, he is fine. He felt bad. He felt bad. Uh, we got uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover here. We had a couple more factor fictions. These are good ones. B Dub sent these two. Let's start with this one because this is important. And uh, you know what? Let's get Flory on this one too. This is a very very important one to all of our social lives. But we'll start with you, Bogman. Factor <laughs> fiction. Star Wars is better than Star Trek. Fact. That's like the biggest fact ever. Florio, are you, can you concur with this? Yeah, fact. Okay, this like that's like the easiest. Thing that's ever. easy. Okay, uh, oh let me warm let me do question. one. I got All one right. for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up the world here. St- fact or fiction? Star Wars is better than Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. I, I
4: think fact. I'm still, I'm still going fact.
3: Oh That's yeah, tough. you love yeah you like your fan fiction. You like reading all that fan fiction. I don't stuff, like fan so. fiction. You love it. I like Star Wars. I don't like fan fiction. Florio, what do you think? Factor fiction. Star Wars is better than Game of Thrones. You
5: guys are probably about to get really angry at me. I don't think so. I do not watch Game of Thrones.
4: No, the Welsh definitely likes. You know you watch Game <laughs> of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> no, Florio. So Florio. is this like a hipster? Like, I haven't watched it, so I'm not going to start because everyone's talking about it.
5: No, it's, it's... not like dragons. It is. I've never watched it, just, and I plan on watching it, but I'm so far... It's so far into it that I know I need a lot of time to dedicate to catch up.
4: No, you don't, know, because once you start watching it,
3: you'll find the time.
5: Do you like you'll nudity? You'll find the time. Do you like nudity? I mean, who doesn't?
3: Okay. Like right, <laughs> Do you like violence? You like violence? like violence?
5: It sounds like a good show.
0: It's really good because there's dragons and there's boobs and
3: there's alcohol and there's midgets. Gonna, it's great. I'm great. not
4: gonna. I'm not gonna yell at you, but it, it is a very good show. Yell. It's just like the, You were you were just yelling. If you don't think I, you, I were yelling, yelling. you were yelling, you were just yelling. Uh, uh, but but it's good, man. Like you know, I mean, did, did you watch Breaking Bad?
5: I was actually gonna ask you guys where does it compare to Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad I've watched like three it's, times. It's, it's my favorite it's show right ever. There. All right. So Breaking it, Bad it's is right is there, above. man.
3: It, it's above for me. Breaking Bad is the it's my number one show of all time. Me too.
4: So so break so it's Breaking Bad and then Game of Thrones cuz I just I don't assume know if those are the of Thrones. One too.
3: I I have a I have a really weird obsession with zombies and Walking Dead isn't has not become it's become a not great show. It's okay. But like, yeah, I'm like not even like I don't even know when Walking Dead starts this year. I don't even care anymore. I gotta tell you, back like two years ago, like when they were, I think they were like up against each other. I would make sure I tuned in. To, I would watch Walking Dead first, and then I would go to Game of Thrones. But the here's the problem though: the, the internet hates you and wants to spoil <laughs> everything. Did you hear about this? That HBO, what a bunch of what I, I was going to say something wrong. Take here. it easy. What a Take bunch of easy. idiots that oh, HBO. I almost that just now. Damn. They. Uploaded, they uploaded the wrong episode. They uploaded, or they uploaded this week's episode. Uploaded this week's episode. What a bunch of morons. (laughs) Bogman, we have a caller on the line, by the way. Maybe he has a take on why HBO uploaded this week's episode three days early. It's Joe from Jersey. I wonder who this could be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to call you guys because, yeah. I don't know, I, I heard that uh and I, I heard you guys complaining, I'm listening to this show and I'm saying what the hell is a Welsh uh what the hell is a bog man? Like is he some sort of superhero from a swamp? Like I don't even know what the hell you guys are doing over here. Nobody's got a real name like Steve or Jim or, or Frank Joe. or Joe. Joe's a regular name. I don't know why you can't have a regular name like that. So so what the hell are you guys anyway? What the hell is like a, a Welsh and a bog man?
3: Uh, Joe from Jersey, I have a question for you. Fact or fiction? Star Wars is better than Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, fiction. There's no boobs in Star Wars. Well, don't you found that job in a hut, guy? I don't know. Joe... That's only... he's, got, he's got giant boobs. He's like one giant boob, though. <laughs> and that Joe... little guy Joe next to him Jersey. that laughs is like a nipple.
4: <laughs> Joe from Jersey, I have a question for you. Uh, when someone texts you, do you answer back to them? Oh, it's a great one.
0: <laughs> Only if they got real names. Like if they use their real names, I do that.
3: <laughs> Joe, what's up, baby? What, were you actually listening? Uh, to Flory? Did Florio uh, go? I get was you?
0: working because some of us work for a living, like YouTube goons. Uh, I was I was recording the RotoWire DFS podcast with Ooh. the very esteemed Derek Van Riper, and then uh, felt like well. You know, I want to see what you two idiots. I heard, I heard, uh, you, heard you were too. talking crap about uh, about the Black Book show. What's the worst show on the network? Is that what I? No, no. Florio said that. Florio I can wipe that.
4: my my hands clean of that. I said nothing. All all I said, said that.
0: All I said, Joe, was black. <laughs> worst, worst show on the network. Wow, that's really saying something too. But on target I don't, for the best. But on
3: target. <best>.
4: Joe, you got know, to you got yes. to hit me with some of that old English from on target
0: today. Oh, was, it you know? me! <laughs> well, maybe oh Florio's my god! Got the sound clip. I don't know. <laughs> Floria was producing that one today too. No, what, they played what did some you funky do? music and it sounded like some sort of weird, like Lord of the Rings bad animated film from the eighties quest music. And he it was doing the voiceover <laughs> guy from like the beginning of any story.
4: Like and Like so and Joe Bachman and the Jake. Welsh set
0: out upon the dark forest, the murky <laughs> dankwood. And there beside them wood. stood a girl, a vision, a fairy perhaps. And then they reached out for the fairy, and what did she hand them? She handed them a microphone, and they spoke into it. And then what became, oh, was fantasy gold. It was goodness, <laughs> and it brought peace upon the land.
1: It's was, it was, it was kind of It bad. shall oh, rain goodness. across
3: all the land and seas on I'm target to Black Book to end this league.
4: I'm crying. I could listen to that for the rest of my life. All I want is Old English Joe to narrate everything I do. The fat man goes to the refrigerator. Will it be broccoli? No, it will not be
0: pizza. No, course. not be broccoli tonight. No. (laughs) instead he reaches for the chip which ah somehow (laughs) the deliciousness of the cookie Uh. and the ice cream and the cookie on the other side as he rolls his life into oblivion yes oh my god
3: what's going on my friend by the way Uh, what what do you got going on the rest of what's
0: what's happening in and breaking
3: hearts you know that's what i do You got thirty seconds.
0: Tell me what's going on. What's what's up with on thirty seconds (laughs) on targets going great. I love it. I think we got Bogman on again this week for uh, a whole show. I think this time. Yeah, you know. And I wonder Uh, if what I'll say about in this league (laughs) when I'm on there. I wonder what that's going to happen when he's on, huh?
3: Joe, you know, you're like literally my favorite person. I I I like you way more than Bogman too. Like if if you're on the show saying. We would have a one out of ten uh, Joe system, and the P- a P.S. system would be ten is great. But our system here of rating is five Bogmans is horrible, one is great. So how would you rate yeah, in that's this That's not week? our one... system. That's our <laughs> system. That's not our system.
4: That's I the Welsh's
0: system. It's not our system. You know right. what I have to say to that? I, I can't rate art. And this is art. Yeah, that's true. true. You know, (laughs) art is in the eye of the beholder. I don't believe in ratings and awards, okay? All right. I love. By the way, stick around uh, for the afternoon for the award-winning on Target at 4 to 6. Oh, good plug. (laughs) All right, there you go.
3: Joe from Jersey uh, dialing in. Last segment here coming up in this league. I don't know if Joe will be back. Joe might be gone. Joe from Jersey, great caller, though. Last segment in this league. Don't go anywhere. Bogman the Wells. Joe from Jersey. Brandon Marianne Lee. Matt Harmon. Florio. It's all happening. It's craziness.
1: We'll be back. Packed with tons of in-depth insights from the industry's top experts, we get you fully prepared for a championship campaign with the deluxe draft package that includes projections, strategy articles, sleepers, busts, a cheat sheet generator, and so much more. And you're guaranteed additional access throughout the regular season. So put your gloves on now, even while it's hot outside, and get into mid-season form. Go to rotoexperts.com and register for the 2017 Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Enter code FREERADIO at checkout for a very special discount.
0: I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. I'm here for you.
5: Oh. In the bleed. <gasps>
3: That's right. We are back. It is In This League. It's Bogman. It is the wealth, or Chris Welsh, if you want to take that seriously. <laughs> joined by caller uh, Joey and Jersey. Joey and Jersey's here just for a Jersey couple more Joe. It's really Joe Pizapia from the Fantasy Black Book and on Target. By the way, the award-winning yeah. on Target. yeah Don't that's get me right. wrong here. I mean, like, see, listen, the, the people should know... I'm, I'm a pretty damn good broadcaster, and if you don't understand my genius here, I could take a dig <laughs> at one of the great shows on this station, and I get them to call in. I have power. I have power on this damn station, piece of P. Am I wrong?
0: It, yeah. It's, it's actually kind of freakish how much power you have so soon. He's also know that- super humble. Super yes, that's Well, look, I, I do five days a week with Sealy, so let's not talk about that. Let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, look who's calling. Was it Jake from Virginia's calling now? Wait,
3: <laughs> I know. I'm a, it's pretty amazing that you can get uh, as many words in as you get in. I'm impressed. I'm well, impressed.
0: I, most people are physically afraid of me, which it works in my favor. So most of the time I just rely on that.
3: It's probably because of swords, maybe not the physicality. <laughs> oh, I don't, you've never been in a room no, you're with a muscle me. guy you're a muscle guy I, guess I, I was making I, a height I joke I know there, you're bigger Bogman than me but
0: I'll choke your ass up on a wall don't worry about it you no, me, I agree with that. wall yeah. you up there boom oh yeah, ba- <laughs> yeah
3: Bogman's getting all excited you're like yeah get at him yeah, yeah I, 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 Bogman's I, I, Bogman's hey short hot, guys actually. we stick together
0: that's yeah. right Bogman okay, so moved a little for Bogman, Bogman. yeah yeah there's movement is sure. going
3: to be apparently on on target tomorrow uh Joe when are, you gonna, when, when are you going to upgrade uh the black Booker on target and have the Welsh on
0: oh uh, sure. I I would love to have the Welsh on but the the Welsh is you know stupid other jobs I feel like he's being a big pain in the butt recently you should really talk to him by the way I is, is it weird to be a like a walking question like is it weird to be is it the <laughs> is Welsh it, the Welsh? <laughs> it is it it's is. like an it's like an <laughs> odd thing you know,
3: yeah. Was, well, actually, it was funny. I was, was on, um, you know, I was on the, that other uh, man, uh, satellite I was station. On well, they had me on. It was with Pilar and uh, and Mike. And hey, I'm uh, going and, on
0: tomorrow, so I can't. Okay, worry. Good. <laughs>
3: okay good. So we, yeah, we can talk about it. They had me on because I'm very important, and uh, they haven't had Bogman on yet. And yeah. They, yeah, because they were at the bottom of the list. Yeah, and they had to go back <laughs> up so. to the top. So they well, went. Bottom is the Welsh Joe at the top. They yeah, were at the T's, yeah. I guess, for the Welsh. And, <laughs> and when I – anytime anybody who doesn't have any interaction with me – like says my Twitter handle. I just want to let them marinate with it for a minute. Like I don't want to like save them. I want. Has them anyone to actually it. said I sit the Welsh yet? No, but I I use that as a as a comfort thing. I'm like, hey, if you like me, is it the Welsh? If you don't like me, I sit the Welsh, and that that always good. That's like my little dad joke for uh, radio. I can always give out there. So well, I'm uh, I'm available for you, Joe.
0: You go, we, got, we, got, we, got, uh, we got. I don't <laughs> know with, with some with great stuff like that with those kind of jokes. How could I say no? I mean, I really. All
3: right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to say anything that you want what's what's on joe pcp's mind
0: well i'll tell you what's on my mind the magical <laughs> world of fantasy sports radio yes there's so many characters here you have lord cory parson he's on shows he has trouble finishing words sometimes because he gets so mad about things <laughs> then you have jake Sealy who's number one in all things and then yeah. you have Bogman and Welsh on Wednesday nights doing all sorts of things on the radio making magical things happen oh goodness gracious so many magical fantasy programs here on the net well, honestly i don't i don't know I, at yes, this point yes. i just, a, I just a, i'm just you, uh, you did great. i'm just i'm just happy great. to be let's, here i just let's uh, clap let's clap just, for that that
5: was
3: know. Fantastic. Thank all you. right. Well, all uh, all that right. is the show. Night, if, if you missed any of it, <laughs> go check it on demand at uh, fantasy net, sports network.com slash radio. We had Matt Harmon on. We had Brandon Marion Lee. So if you missed any of that, you might want to go back and check it out. Little reception perception, some her fantasy football, uh, Joey from Jersey calling in fantastic show. Mike Florio killed it as producer. As always uh, Joe Pizzapia, one of the hardest working men in all of fantasy. Don't get it twisted. He is our bestie, best friend. Bogman did a great job tonight. I did the best, though, of course. Uh, it is in this league. At is the Welch at Bogman Sports. We will see you next week. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye, bye